calling to let you know that Carolyn is a, a candidate for a cochlear implant. It's Monday, December 11th, 2017. It's Cyborg Eve. I'm Andreas Schwabi. <laughs> I'm Andreas Schwabi. This is episode six of My Beautiful Cyborg. And here is my beautiful about to become a cyborg, Caroline. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm okay. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been a bit of a roller coaster, hey? Today was tough. It's it been a few hard just days. A bundle of nerves today. I'll admit it. And I've been a ball of anxiety, so we're fun. <laughs> we're so much fun to be around. We've just been hiding from everybody. We're play toys. Yeah. <laughs> a bundle oh. and a ball. <laughs> yeah. But we have some stuff to talk about, obviously. So tomorrow is surgery day. That's just your average everyday um, neurology surgery kind of thing. I need that like I need a home they had. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. It's funny though. That was scary. sorry. <laughs> You've been working on that for days. No, I, I <laughs> No, I really do need it. And uh, that's part of the excitement and the anxiety, too. I really do need I can't it. You said I really that. do want it. Yeah. Well, and that's the funny part. I mean, even earlier, you were saying, I, 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 I want kind of like you feel like you want to bail out of the surgery, but then you just you want the cochlear implant. So you have to have the surgery. So you just go through with it. Our exactly. wedding was very much the same way. <laughs> <laughs> Like I did, if I didn't have to marry him, I would still want him anyway. So we'll just deal with it. It it does feel a little bit like a very big birthday tomorrow, like a a, oh, a new start. December twelfth is on the calendar from here on out forever. No, yeah. oh, absolutely. You get you get like an extra pre Christmas every year. And hey, don't forget next year there will be those Cyber Monday sales on at Cochlear, so you can get cheaper batteries and twenty five percent off usually. <laughs> so Bizarre. True. So we do have actual structure today, a little bit anyway. We have to talk about uh, a weekend. Uh, health scare <gasps> before surgery. Scary. That was scary. It was scary. Well, annoying. Whatever. It, it was, was probably stress and anxiety and just running yourself down a bit. Yeah. And, but we, we do we'll have a that. story to tell there. We have a story to tell about hair issues, <laughs> <laughs> which is going to be, that's your story. I'm not going near that. And then we're just going to talk about tomorrow and how the day is going to unfold because we do have a time uh, for everything. Uh, and we'll get to that in a minute. So first... Oh, and then finally, actually, we're going to finish with a really lovely conversation that you had with your buddy, Jim. Yeah. And I don't even know Jim's last name. I only know him as your Tucker. buddy, Jim. Tucker. Okay. And uh, Jim is a guy who you met eons ago, decades ago, uh, and you just sort of would always see each other passing on the way to work or Morning whatever. Morning people are like that. But it's a funny story, and it has yeah. to do with your hearing impairment. That's right. And so it's it's a good illustration, I think, of what it takes to become sometimes a friend with someone who's deaf, because That's it's a heck like, of a lot of work and patience. Actually, it's a really good illustration of that. Yeah. It takes a lot of patience and uh, perseverance. <laughs> so perseverance. You sound like you have a cold, maybe, Caroline. Uh, That's a no-no for yeah. surgery. <clears throat> well, so Friday after work, last day of work, before surgery, just had a little tiny sore throat, scratchy throat, started doing everything I could to get rid of that and woke up Saturday morning thinking, no, I think I have a little head cold. So stayed and I actually, that's why I canceled my hair appointment, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So it all cascades. It all sort of collides. That's, <laughs> yeah. and that's what it's like. I mean, everything is timed 
you know, sort of in a particular way. And when things go off the rails, they go off really quickly because everything else is contingent on the thing that happens next. And the thing that happens next is happening right away. Right. So anyway, I just stayed on the couch and drank tea and took echinacea and you bought me zinc. Handfuls of vitamin C. Just I just did everything I could to to chase this thing away and not get really, really sick, which I succeeded at. So I have a, a minor head cold. Well, not even. I mean, the doctor basically said you have a little nasal congestion, but right. you're fine. So right. you went to the doctor today. Today, and the doctor, just because I was like... The family doctor, GP. But you right. just getting hold of a surgeon the day before surgery, forget it. We have to call him if there's an issue. So what happened was you went to our family doctor, Dr. Maneshkar. Right. And she was gracious enough and kind enough to see me and uh, just did a, a check. She did a swab of my throat. She looked at my ears, looked at my nose, looked at my throat and just touched my neck and checked everything out and said, like, you're you're fine. You're fine. Um, I'm just to make absolutely sure everything's okay for surgery. She gave me some antibiotics just yeah. to take sort of as a precaution. And her receptionist phoned the surgeon and kind of let them know what was going well, on. And as what well. they actually did was confirmed that it was okay for you to take right. the uh, antibiotic. Yeah. And then that, I mean, you need to take it till you're through the course now. Um, but it's sort of an added level of insurance just because you like, this is those times where with neurosurgery, bacteria becomes other things in a hurry. Not other bacteria, but obviously things can get ugly in a hurry if there's an issue. And bacteria like where viruses hang out and that sort of, we blossom and bloom right. when and we, we get sick. That. And so we don't want that. <clears throat> so it's one of those rare times where as much as we have to worry about uh, antibiotics and overuse, this is actually this is one of those pretty times prudent when... course. Yeah, like, yeah. you know. And truth be told... Um, so I mean, the bottom line is you're healthy. I'm healthy. You're actually good. You sound congested. Yeah. I feel good. I feel good. Yeah. I'm nervous. Okay. We have that to talk but about. But I feel good. So, I, you, you know, and so, and actually leaving the doctor's office, just having that reassurance, yeah. which I really, that's all I really needed. Yeah. Um, I already feel better. But I, but I mean, better. you like I was concerned on Saturday because, I mean, even now you sound, you have some congestion. I always sound like I have congestion. I am Mr. Chronic Rhinitis. Every time I go to the doctor, she checks. The otoscope goes up the nose and she's like, hey, it's, yeah, yeah. I know through. all my life since yeah. I was nine. Leave me alone. Yeah. Um, so that's just the way that is. So uh, you went to the doctor. Everything is cool. It's all good. But because you were worried, you said you had to cancel your hair appointment with Stephanie. Right. So now we're into the hair story. So so, my so hair you is had so these long. plans. You had these plans. Yeah, my plan was to just get something like an undercut. So basically, shave the back and sides and leave the top. And she had some really good ideas about what she was going to do for me. I do have to set this up a little bit and say that you do have the most insanely thick hair. It I have of so all time. Much hair. It is completely out of out of bounds. It's every, just not right. Every stylist I've ever been to. Every single stylist I've ever been to has said at one point during the course of my cut, yeah. you have a lot of hair. I remember and I just one, do. I think it was at Evolution or something, but one girl said, every time I cut her hair, I have to sharpen my knives or my, my oh, scissors again. Yeah. Like you literally dull their scissors. Yeah. It's the craziest thing. So yeah. you were getting your hair cut. Well, Obviously I, you felt I, I like- Supposed to do it Saturday. So Stephanie was kind enough to rebook me for today right. at three. Mm-hmm. 
And this morning she texted and said, Caroline, I need to tell you, I just have a wee little cold, but I definitely have it. And I said, thank you for letting me know because I don't want to be there if you've got a cold. So I have shaggy, horrible hair right now. It's That's lovely, but for too- you it's shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not lovely. It's long overdue for a cut because I've been saving up, right? I've been yeah. waiting. So I'll look a little silly after surgery, but that you know what? That is by far the least of my worries. That's not a big issue. Uh, And then the last thing really to talk about is uh, tomorrow. And so tomorrow... But you know what else? Sorry to interrupt you. Oh, what? But my medical alert bracelet came today. Oh, right. We forgot about the medical alert bracelet. Holy crap. That was a pretty... That was incredible timing. Where is it? Are you wearing it? It's upstairs. Oh, it's upstairs. Yeah. It's, it's it's so light. It's super light. Like titanium. I quite like it. I'm going to wear it with a great deal of pride. It's titanium and uh, has the red lettering for the medical alert, uh, you know, front Logo, part, yeah. and then the information on the back of it. And I, it, it looks a little tiny bit like my Tiffany bracelet. I'm just, I'm just thinking about that, you know, consideration that an emergency worker would need to know that I cannot communicate normally if anything has happened to my implant and hearing aid. Like I'm, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. Yeah, that's, it could be. Yeah. No, it's serious. That's I mean, a very, that's why very, very, very vulnerable feeling. It's very course. well worth the expense. It's not. Oh, yeah. It's not a huge expense, and quite mm-hmm. frankly, for a hundred bucks or fifty bucks or whatever it is a year to have to know that if if you have a medical professional dealing with you, they'll have an understanding of what you can't communicate for yourself. Yeah. So that's it's, it's good. nothing. And if I ever start mountain biking a little bit more aggressively again, <laughs> and it's really light. Like I'm really sh- like I'm so surprised at how like like it's it's obviously just a nice titanium bracelet, but holy cow! Like yeah, it's so light. It's so light. It's awesome. Like it awesome. feels like a cheap piece of fashion jewelry. Like, but it's, it's but, but it's, it's substantial. It's, yeah, like put that in a yeah. metal press. That's it's incredible. Yeah, Neat. I love it. How's your head? <laughs> or more importantly, what's inside? I'm okay now. Yeah. Honestly, today was probably the hardest day. Just because of my nerves and I'll second that. anxiety, and I had plans for this past weekend and today, and they because of this head cold kind of. Well, I could kind of see it coming because as things were happening and stuff was on the schedule, like going to get the Christmas tree and other stuff was just coming off. It was like, nope, I'm not doing the tree. I can't deal with that today. No, I'm not decorating the house. You I know can't what? deal with that. Today. Everything, everything has come off that list. Yeah, everything. I, I'm. Sorry, but that's the way it is. And I you don't just, have to apologize to me. You kind of need to know what's important. And this year, this is the most important thing. It just and it, has to be. It has taken an immense, it's an immense amount of brain power and emotional power. Uh, oh, I'm really surprised so that much. the emotional, like, we're good, but holy cow, talk about intense. Like, it's really been very, very intense. And I suspect it'll be a little calmer for a little while now. It. I think but. that the intensity is from the excitement and the the thrill and the dream and the hope and then the You put f- something really cool on Facebook about that. You know when you you really I mean you love your parents and your friends, you love them deeply and you know when you haven't seen them for a long time and Christmas is coming and you're going to be seeing them and you know that's coming up and you want to see them so badly that it makes you cry like you just can't wait, you just ache to see them. That's why I'm crying half the time when I tear up about the implant because I, I I can't wait to 
remember my old friend hearing, <laughs> which sounds yeah. weird because I have heard, uh, I have been a hearing person before. I grew up with my hearing, and so I remember what that's like. To I'm just... looking forward to getting to know hearing Caroline again. Well, I might. Um, I don't know. I, I can't. I can't speak to that yet. Oh, we'll figure it out. We did it before. Yes, we'll absolutely. do it again. Absolutely, it will be just fine. Uh, I know that I'm looking forward to. Even if I don't participate in it, even if I don't say a word, it'd be nice to just listen to a conversation in a group and be able to follow it. Like I'm, that's a dream. So we're not going to talk any more about tomorrow, which is surgery day, because we have a special podcast tomorrow, which is going to be our conversation in the car on the way to the hospital. And then we have Dr. Lou, the surgeon, talking through the procedure and everything. The thing we have next to finish off the show is Jim. You went for coffee with your buddy, Jim. Why are we going to hear this tape with Jim? Oh, because uh, the way that we met is kind of interesting and related to how deaf I am. I used to ride my bike to work. I still ride my bike to work every day. And um, <clears throat> I'm, I was working downtown, and he and I would see each other every morning. And uh, we should let him tell that story. Hey, Jim, can you tell me the story about how we met? Okay, I used to work at uh, Grant McEwen, Alberta College. I think it was about 1998 that I met you. Sounds about right. Yeah, I sat there every morning having coffee on McDonald Drive, a cigarette and a coffee before I went into work, right? And this good-looking lady was riding by me on a bike every morning. <laughs> and for, I would say, it had to be over a month, I saw her, and uh, she totally ignored me. <laughs> so... I just thought, well, you know, but I'm very persistent. So I thought, well, I, you know, I kept saying good morning. Then one morning she finally looked at me when I said good morning. And she smiled and said good morning. And then I think just kept on going. Well, after that, every morning we'd see, not every morning, but a lot of mornings we'd see each other. And she'd stop and chit chat if she had a couple minutes. It even got to the point if she wasn't going to be there, she'd leave me a note on the bench. <laughs> Jim, I was early, right? <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. So then we just chatted. And then even when she took the bus, I used to see her cross in the parking lot. I'd look for her. I'm sure she looked for me. Right? Yeah. And that's how our friendship developed. And that's ever true. since then, we've gone for coffee. You know, we meet each other probably every six months or whatever and go for coffee and just chit chat. That's right. I'm very thankful for your persistence. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can you also tell me a little bit about what was it like when, um, when your daughter... When Medina uh, was diagnosed with with my granddaughter, my granddaughter, yeah. Right. Okay, what happened was when she was born, my daughter Sheena thought there was something off, right? Actually, at first they thought she had autism, right? right? And they got her checked out, checked out, checked out. Then they found out she had a hearing deficit. So uh, they basically went to doctors and got you know whatever information they could. And they investigated the uh, cochlear implant, and it was a real major decision for them, right? They just didn't do it in a whim. And they decided, and I can't remember how old she was, but they decided that they would have one done and leave the other side. And, you know, I talked to Sheena on a regular basis. Can you, can you tell me what were some of the considerations that they had to think about um, during that that period where they were researching and looking at different options? Well, the danger of it, for one thing, is one thing I think they thought of, but I didn't really communicate with them that much. Okay. You know, my uh, Sheena and her family, she has two, uh, her name is Medina. 
She has two other sisters. And so the two sisters, my daughter and her husband all go for sign language training, right? That's so, awesome. Yeah. So they're very, you know, involved in her life as far as her deafness is concerned. And if you can get her to wear her colloquial, she can hear. <laughs> does she sometimes not wear it? No. Yeah, sometimes she doesn't. Does she just, um, do you know why she doesn't wear it? Lazy to put her on, right? Okay. I don't know. You know, okay. she has the colloquial on one side and a hearing aid on the other. Okay. I think she has 30% left. Okay. Does she wear her hearing aid all the time? Does she prefer her hearing aid? I think she prefers nothing at times. Right. So she doesn't hear anything. Most deaf people do. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's nice to have a quiet world once in a while. But she can hear a lot better with colloquial. Of course. Over her hearing aid or just the combination? Combination. Okay. I'm just... Yeah. You know, trying to clarify. The person to talk to with that is Sheena. Sheena of course, knows yeah. everything about yeah. that, right? I do. And she was very good to me. She offered me any advice, too, that I, she said if I had any questions to contact her and that Absolutely. she'd be happy to and, answer And them. don't hesitate. Yeah. Because I kept telling her, you know, Caroline probably would be a call. Yeah. So that's the end of the show. Um, it is uh, later on in the evening on Monday. And so now it's going to be your bedtime. What time are you going to go to bed? You have to be up at what time? Oh, we didn't talk about that. Oh, yeah. We forgot to tell everybody Surgery what time tomorrow. Jeez, we didn't talk about that. So, surgery. Uh, we have to be at the hospital 1045 in the morning. Surgery is at 1245. I expect to have you back in the room in recovery after three or four hours because you sort of get held for a while for observation. And that's your day tomorrow. Yep. You ready for that? I will have a big fat headache. For a few days, I'm guessing. They're using a yeah. drill. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Let's, Let's do it. 